0: Have you always wanted to become the king of your backyard barbecue or compete in the pro circuit? but don't know where to start.
1: Fire up the pit and join us, barbecue fanatics and newbie competitors on the pro circuit as we share tips, tricks, timelines, and techniques. Plus, we'll share some of our sauce and rub recipes all in under 30 minutes. So you can start taking action on your barbecue dreams.
0: We are excited to have you join us as we venture unafraid into the world of competitive barbecue.
1: My name is Kurt. My name is Kevin.
0: This This is is Barbecue for for Newbies.
1: Newbies. All right, well, welcome into today's show. Kevin and I are super excited today. We're welcoming in 2014 Barbecue Pitmaster Champion and 2016 Smoke Champion, Mr. Robbie Royal, and he's coming to us from the Tifton competition. Robbie, thanks for joining us. How you doing?
2: I'm excited, Kurt. Doing great. How about y'all?
1: Fantastic, fantastic. So, for our listeners, uh, you would by now um, uh, know that uh, you know Robbie's been a huge catalyst for us. So we're super excited to have him on the show. He's he's very giving, and let's chat about your journey. I'm always curious to hear stories and journeys and. Tell us a little bit about your journey, Robbie, into competitive barbecue.
2: So uh, I've always been in both of my grandfather's back pockets my entire youth. And both of them were the cooks in our families, whether it be cooking hamburgers for the firefighters or my other grandfather lived at the river, cooking whole hogs or half goats or whatever. It was a lot of fun growing up. And then uh, my dad was part of the... uh, Uh, barbecue team from 1996 until 2002 until he passed away Mm -hmm. then when he passed away that team party shack smokers it was a group of volunteer firefighters they asked me and Stephanie to join the team and we did and uh, I cooked my very first event with them was uh, the pig jig in 2003 and they threw me to the wolves um they said hey you're a used car salesman i'm really not they just i'm fos is what my wife says full of hmm. yeah um, but uh they threw me to the wolves and told me that saturday morning i was presenting to the judges i'm like guys i don't know everything about our cooking processes they said well you better learn quick because you're talking to the judges and that was at the 2003 big pig jig and uh, that's when they did on site for pork hog and ribs so i had to talk to nine judges and my very first year i did the chicken on friday night as an ancillary and we came in third place we made finals you had to do finals and chicken so i was excited about that and then i had to talk to nine judges and i was hooked man i mean i was i was hooked i was ready to roll see how many of these suckers we can cook and uh cooked hard with them guys we won a couple of small events um chicken events where you would do chicken four different ways you'd do wings and stuff like that and uh, won our first my first grand championship doing that it was a chicken event in araby georgia a little town then i guess in 2006 raymond and i raymond Poor, my ex-partner barbecue brother we decided we wanted to form our own team the rest of the group didn't want to cook georgia barbecue events they didn't want to cook kcbs they didn't want to cook fba and we did And so we formed our own team, the Rescue Smokers, um, December 1st of 2006, and the rest is history, man. I mean, got fortunate to uh, get on the show, Barbecue Pitmasters. Took us three years of of applying. From there, have just had a blast learning and teaching and um, have been truly blessed in our little game called Competition Barbecue.
1: I love that. So that journey... Sounds almost identical, very similar, at least early on, early in your childhood, very similar to my journey, Kevin's journey, right? Talked about your right. grandfather, you know, and just growing up with it, and that's, you know, Kevin will touch on this, but Kevin grew up with that as well, and that's that's where he gets a lot of that passion for barbecue. It's
0: it's always come up big in my family, just like you were saying, and it's one of those things you kind of grew up with, and you started out with charcoal, and then you learned how to do pit and things like that, and it's just it's in my blood so i love it yeah
2: Uh, my big as a kid watching my both my grandfathers doing the cooking whatever it was especially if there was a half a goat going i mean used to be a lot of goat farms south georgia um i was a kid there's not anymore but that goat would be going on the old mattress spring and all like that Mm. my job was always literally hand churned vanilla ice cream for dessert, and so that's how I got my start, and I've 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 had a lot of fun. I'm blessed. I'm trying to get my grandkids into it, and uh, so far, no none of none of the girls have wanted to just jump in there. But I do have a grandson now, and I'm raising a little boy now, and uh, so one of them's going to take over the reins in about five, six, seven years, I hope. There you go.
1: That that's exactly right, and I think it's another theme that I noticed is that you just jumped right in, right with both feet and uh, yeah. trial by fire, so to speak. And I love that because that's precisely what we did <laughs> four or five months ago. Yeah. Um,
2: I, I mean, I jumped straight into the, like you said, straight into the teeth of the monster. And um, I said, let's go learn it. And it did. It took us about three years of a strong learning curve to figure things out. And uh, kind of like you, I'm real analytical about things. Um, in the early years, say 2008, eight, nine, ten, when we finally got our footing I mean, I would watch the judges go into the judges meeting, you know, I would sit there and I, even if I wasn't close to the tent, if I'd watch. And if I saw a, say a mid upper thirties to low fifties group, I'd cook a little spicier. If, if I saw an average of about 50 to 60, I'd sweeten it up a little bit. So, I mean, I put a lot of thought into it. It's hard to do that nowadays because flavor profiles change so much, but, A lot of stuff that I used to really think about, I'm a lot simpler now, as you know, after taking my own class and and my live classes to keep it simple, stupid, and have fun.
0: Right. Well, that's That's what I think is so great is that, I mean, you just explained kind of that journey in those first couple of years, and that's right where we are, right, as a new team and trying to figure out what you guys are doing because you got all the secrets back there. And we're just trying to walk through <laughs> that that path and try to figure out what's right and wrong. So that's, that's good information. Well, so, I, mean, well,
2: I, I learned a long time ago, probably since 2010 or 11, simplicity goes a long ways mm-hmm. and repeating everything. I don't care if you do bad. My pork recipe, I tell a lot of folks, my injection, my pork. What I do, the sauce I use has not changed since 2011. And uh, it goes and comes, just like a tide, just like the tides do. They go and come, but it works its way back around. And I've stuck with it. And, you know, I may I may get a 14th place call, one cook out of 25 teams. That's okay. I'm not going to change a thing. If you make changes, you did a bitty changes. Right. little changes because you could just call it a bad table at this one event or two events and you just got to keep rolling with it until it clicks. And when it clicks, enjoy it for that six or seven competitions, because it's going to go away
1: again. <laughs> it's yeah, going to go away way way.
2: The whole way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's exactly right. So let's shift gears in just for a second, because there's, there's so many things with competitive barbecue. And really, even if you listen to the show and you just say, look, I don't even want to compete. I just want to be able to, Do better in my backyard. There's so many different rubs, sauces, spices, smokers, you name it. Right. So, for today's show, I wanted to camp out on one of those, and that is smokers because there's a lot of different kinds. They've evolved over the years. You know, I grew up on a Weber charcoal 22 inch grill. Let's camp out on that. What do you use uh, for cooking at a competition? And the second part question to that would be, do you use the same at home? I don't
2: practice anymore. So I'll answer that real quick. Um, uh, when when I first started in barbecue, we used a lane. I learned real quick. I'm not a pretty guy. I got to get some beauty rest. So, uh, um, I converted over to backwood smokers for a couple of years, but then I, I got a really good deal on a stump stretch in 2007. And, uh, She's still on my trailer today. She's had a few paint jobs and a few new seals. But I I cook on a Stump Smokers Stretch and a Stump Smokers Baby XL. I've also cooked on a Stump Smokers Titan. Um, But the reason I like Stump Smokers is the consistency of cooks. Um, I'm able to uh, get my timelines down and I'm able to get some rest. I mean, I literally put my butts on at 9 p.m., I can go to sleep until two thirty, so that's five and a half hours sleep right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I get up, I wrap, I go back to sleep at three. I don't get back up till five thirty, so I'm getting eight full hours sleep. I'm rested because when it comes to crunch time, as you guys know, you got to put forth your best effort and you got to be sharp to put those boxes together the right way in order to hopefully catch the right table, hopefully to catch the right five or six judges, and hopefully to get a great score. A lot of luck in barbecue. You got to be decent at barbecue and be consistent. But what stump smokers do for me, in my opinion, is they're a vertical feed, insulated pit. And uh, they maintain a great amount of moisture without me having to have even a water pan in there. Mm. One of my secrets, I don't mind spitting it out there, is I throw sliced onions in on my, with peach wood. or And a little bit of cherry if I'm cooking a brisket. But mainly peach wood that I'm throwing in the firebox. I'm cooking with cowboy coals in the chute. And I chunk, you know, two or three cut up onions in there, and that adds moisture to my smoke for that first two or three hours of the smoking process. And um, that's something I've been doing. I don't know. For some reason, I just did it one time and it, and I took two finals in the GBA and it ain't, it hadn't gone away. And that's been, what is it, 2021 now? 2022 now. 22. Yeah. (laughs) so, So I've been doing that for since 2007. So, Um, 15 years now and uh, it's been a good thing for me and uh, what I have found about stump smokers is just that if you cook the same product that you're practicing with you cook the same size product all the time and you're using the same smoker at the same temperature and when you're cooking at home cook by your timeline you don't have to start at 8 a.m or 8 p.m like you normally would but go by that hourly timeline and figure your techniques down Whatever you're going to compete with product-wise, you need to practice with if you're putting in a true practice because you can't cook with IBPs and then cook butcher reserve in a comp or cook with a uh, Bill, practice and then cook with IBP in a comp. You need to cook with that same product. Every hog's not the same. Every slab of ribs at the same. Every butt's not the same. Every loin's not the same, but you got that product that. Is consistent with the way that company packages it and the way they produce it, and it goes a long ways. But stump smokers have been a great thing for me. My old girl back there on the back of the trailer right now, she's been through barbecue pitmasters, pit wars, the Kingsford Invitational, and smoked. And I wouldn't have anything else. I don't care. I, I plan on cooking on her until the day I fall out. Mm, that's a good smoker. <laughs>
1: and for our listeners. If, if you're hearing terminology here that you have, you're, you're thinking to yourself, I have no idea what that means. I want you to visualize a, a fully insulated metal box yeah. is basically what it looks like, right? And on the yes. right or left side of it, you've got a chute that's insulated where you put your lump or cowboy, which yeah. what Robbie uses. And then there's a firebox under that. And there's a fan. Usually you have some temperature control device that is keeping right. that consistent temp. And as those coals drop down, like Robbie mentioned, You've got the you got the onions, you got the peach wood, and it starts creating that smoke and that and that moisture. So it's I like to think of the the gravity feed, because I was not familiar with it until getting in competitive barbecue, but I like to think of the gravity feed as a good middle ground between a pellet grill and an offset stick burner. Yeah. You know, it's, it's whatever,
2: Kurt, you know that you can cook whatever. If you practice and you get it going the right way and you get your techniques down, technique is everything. And just right. pray but a lot of luck. It takes a lot of luck, you know? Right.
1: That's exactly right. So camping out on, on smokers, right? So we've talked about the gravity feeds. We've talked about the reverse flow offsets. Anybody listening to this show, right? If they're saying, look, I, I I, want to get in a competitive barbecue. Where do they start, right? They're probably not going to go buy a, a Stumps because that, that's an investment, right? And it's a good investment, but they're probably not going to do that. But what would you say to the, the folks that are listening and say, you know What? I want to. I want to put my hat in the ring. I want to start a team. What would you say to them?
2: Go with a Weber. Go with a. There's some really good companies producing some barrel smokers right now. Yeah. Um, you know, get you something. It doesn't have to be any. It can be. It can be a bullet. It can be uh, a pellet grill that you can get for four hundred and fifty dollars at Lowe's. The yeah. key is get it. Work on your techniques. Work on your flavors, and. Over time, if you get lucky and win a little money or you save up some money, tax refund, make a move, go a little bigger. Um, I like having one smoker. I can do an entire comp on one smoker. I like to have two. I like to have one just for ribs because I hate opening the door multiple times. I like for ribs to be on one smoker and just stick with it like that. But sometimes you can't. But you can cook on two Weber's or three Weber's and still win. You know, that's all it takes.
1: All right, so one one last topic I want to touch on and that is South Georgia barbecue. One thing I've realized very quickly is South Georgia barbecue is almost like a a religion, right? It is a big deal. I would I would say that we don't have that sort of uh, atmosphere in our area. I'm curious though what what if you had to look at the identity of South Georgia barbecue, what how would you describe it?
2: True South Georgia barbecue or competition barbecue? Because so there's a big difference. Um, well, we'll, True we'll South Georgia both. barbecue. Yeah. True South Georgia barbecue, in my opinion, is going to have a lot of vinegar in it. Um, savory, sweet with a little vinegar kick. Um, you get in. That's what I prefer. I prefer just straight vinegar sauce on anything I'm eating at all times. But if you're talking about competition, you know, you got to cook for the judges. You're not cooking. Yeah, what you cook may be great in the backyard. You know that. I know that. It's what those judges at that particular table, those six judges at that particular table want. And right now, our judges want sweet, in my opinion. Sweet and savory, a little kick, a little bite. And you get that from, I get that from my vinegar sauce, my rub, or whatever. But uh, it's a 180 when it comes to what true Georgia barbecue is compared to what we're cooking for judges nowadays, in my opinion.
1: That's a, that's a great point. I hadn't thought about that. And as we wind down for our listeners, take the time, connect with Robbie. You can look him up Rescue Smokers on Facebook, like his page. Are you on Instagram too, Robbie? No, I'm not. Okay, so look him up on Facebook. Again, 2014 Pitmaster Champ, 2016 Smoke Champ, and has been a huge huge catalyst for us and is very giving of his time. So, Robbie, we appreciate you taking the time and look forward to seeing you tomorrow.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you guys. The the folks have already been around. They're a fun group, so you're going to enjoy meeting them. I've already met a few of them. They're just out walking around. Uh, You know what I'm talking about without us getting into it. Um, But uh, we're going to have a great cook this weekend. I think we've got about 30 pro teams here in the Georgia Barbecue Association, tips rhythm and ribs, and we're expecting 80, 82-degree weather. So I'm excited about the weekend. I'm excited about seeing you guys, and uh, hopefully we both get a good call this weekend. There you go.
0: We'll see you in the top three, Robbie. Take care, buddy. Yeah,
2: I doubt it. But y'all take <laughs> care, and I uh, love the show. I love you guys, and y'all look forward to getting on there again sometime chatting about something else. All right, Robbie. All right, buddy. Take, take care. care. All right, y'all. Be good.
1: Thank you so much for listening to Barbecue for Newbies.
0: Share this episode with a buddy who's looking to get into barbecue.
1: And don't forget, follow us for more on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok.
0: And leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.